mark the radio dial setting at MotorCityGaming.com. Do not use your phone. It must be reserved for vital emergency messages so that you can receive official news and civil defense instructions on the Conrad frequency used in your area. Your life may depend on this. The last line of defense in major gaming news. Gamezilla Alpha. Prepare to take shelter and obey instructions instantly. This is the underground resistance. Join the Alpha Force. This is the plan to help you and others who need you. A plan to live, to work, and fight as did your forefathers. Now, let's check the plan together step by step. Gamezilla Alpha. That's right. This is Gamezilla Alpha, and we are making this promise to you. If you send us an email, a text message, a drop on social media, on February 30th of any year, we will send you a free taco. <laughs> Note to self, if somehow February 30th gets added to the calendar, we no longer uh, are allowing this. Void. Void this void. whole thing. Um, that's, that's a great giveaway. It is. Because it happens yearly. You can get a free taco on us every year. Welcome to episode 17 of GameZilla Alpha. I will make it one better. On February 28th, if you go find Jazzy Fiddle and kick him real hard in the dick, I will give you a taco. Wow. <laughs> you have a chance to get two tacos in two days. Why not do it? Well, let's see. It is now currently... Almost July, so I've got a lot of time to practice <laughs> kicking myself in the dick. Because <laughs> well, I want a free taco. Welcome to episode 17 of the GameZilla Alpha. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, Sir Jazzy Fiddle of Scrotumshire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jazzy Fiddle of Scrotumshire, call ye. I have no idea why I did that. I just <laughs> we came into the studio today, and that is how I entered. Like I, I welcomed him that way, and I'm like, that's my intro. I'm just gonna do it. So there we have it. Yep, Scrotumshire. I like it. You got a nice town here. I mean, it's very. I wanted to say fleshy, but then I was like, man, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. But then I just did. So there you go. At least this, this show's <laughs> not on at least this show's not on Twitch, because we'd be banned already. Right. This episode is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you want early access to this show along with other great perks, head on over to patreon.com slash gamezilla podcast. Start your patronage today. If you want to one day Walk the streets of Scrotumshire. You need to go to Patreon and support us so that one day we open up our own theme park and Scrotumshire is real and Jazzy runs yeah. it. We need to like cut down the forests of Scrotumshire so that we can have a nice smooth paved way for our people to come. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> episode 17 of the Games of Elf. Topic today is. Cross-network play. This is a hot Ooh. topic, hot button. There's been arguments amongst MCG team members. There's been good debates in the Discord channel. But before we get into it, we want to thank, Mo or we want to thank Detroit Beard Collective. 
We want to thank Motor City Gaming. I, I almost did it again. Here's the problem. In our dock, we still have SJP, Slackjaw Punk's event. Yeah. And I want to plug our sponsor, but I keep seeing that, and it bugs me. So why don't you delete that right now? Look at that. Right in front of my eyes. Magic. Fixed. Anyways, we want to thank our sponsor for this episode, Detroit Beard Collective. If you have facial fur, if you know someone with a beard or a mustache, and they're looking for the best smelling, best products around for your face, look no further. DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use the code MCGAMING at checkout, and you will save... 20% on all orders over $25. Yeah, that's like saving money. Close. It's close. But okay. this week's focus is scrotums. Thank you. No Top, problem. Topic of the show again, cross-network play. This got brought up um, early in E3, but it's also been talked about for the last year. But I think E3, it was a big it was a big. You know, argument, a big, a big discussion, and I just, I kind of, I kind of uh, almost destroyed a friendship with, uh, with cable. Mm-hmm. Him and I, him and I got at it, and because of it, you know, mind you, cable and I are good. He's, uh, he's been running the Gamezilla show on Mondays uh, on Twitch, and everything, everything's healthy, so it's, it's okay. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna use it as a topic now because I want to. Got it. I blame Psionic. Psionic was a big factor in this, but they're not the only ones to blame. I blame Jim Ryan. I blame myself. <laughs> For not stepping in and, and putting the fire out with some dumbass comment like, hey. you know what? Well, if, you know what? if Panasonic was still making 3DO, we wouldn't have this problem. Listen, here's what happened. Um... I do property management for my day job, and I was just so sick of checking fire extinguishers in the building that I work at that I forgot to check the fire extinguisher here in the studio, and uh, I grabbed it and quickly realized it was empty. You are a bad, bad person. I ate some sliders instead. All right, so anyways... What is cross-network play? Let's let's go ahead and cover what it is first, and that is... uh, it's a video game. I mean, it might be used for other things, but we're talking video games here. So in video games, cross-platform play or cross-play is a term used to describe the ability of a video game with an online gaming component that allows players using different video game hardware to play with each other simultaneously. It is commonly applied to the ability for players using a game on a specific video game console to play alongside a player on a different hardware platform, a.k.a. Another console. Xbox players playing with PS4 players. PS4 players playing with PC players. Nintendo Switch players playing with Xbox players. This is what we're talking about. This is what I believe is the future of our gaming industry. Could very well be. All right. So now that we understand what it is, why is it a big hot topic right now? Is simply because Xbox has come out... A year ago, and they started talking about this. Well, at E3 this year, earlier this month, we saw Xbox taking another step and say, hey, cross-network play with PC, it's already happening with Xbox PC, but now Nintendo Switch is going to jump on board. The Nintendo Switch is going to be able to play Rocket League with Xbox players and PC players. Yep. This big love triangle going on. Big orgy, almost. Also, it would be an orgy. 
Minecraft. If one more person would come to the plate. Don't forget Minecraft. Minecraft is also announced as cross-play. Again, um, people are going to be able to enjoy that on Xbox yeah. to PC, and, and Switch is going to be able to, to have fun with that too, I believe. I don't know, actually, if Switch is. I believe. I'm pretty sure everything is. <laughs> yeah. So it started with these two guys, okay? And Sony, PlayStation, is the company that is on the outside looking in. Now, I get it. You are the king of this generation. You are winning this generation as far as numbers go currently. And so you don't have to do anything. I, get, I understand this. Like all these, all the stuff that's been coming through being shot back at me, I get it, man. If you're Apple, you don't have to answer to anyone but yourself because you control the market right now. That's great. Here's what I'm getting at, Okay. And here's why I think it's the future of gaming, and here's why I think it's healthy for the industry, and why it needs to happen sooner than later, and anyone that's going to be the, the odd man out, the person that's resisting and just not going with the flow, they're going to they're gonna take a, they're gonna get hurt by this in the long run. And I have examples for that too, and I think, you know the, I think you know the name I'll use for those examples, because surprisingly, they're actually ones, people that are doing something what I feel right this time. All right. So let's get started first. Let's keep it. Let's keep it focused here. Why is it important? You have a game right now that comes out. Let's just uh, let's pick up a new game called Death by Daylight. Okay? okay. Death by Daylight is on Steam. It's been on Steam for a little while. It just came out on Xbox and, it, and, uh, and, P, and it's going to be PS4. It's your typical popular a uh, survival game where it's, you know, I, I'm not sure the numbers on Death by Daylight, but it's similar to like Friday the 13th where you have a killer and then you have, you know, people that are trying to survive and we want one side or the other to win. Similar to the game Depth that we've been playing, two sharks versus four scuba divers. It, it's just, it's that simplistic of a game. You, you end up on one side, you... You know, you try to survive or you try to murder, and the last person standing or the objective that's, that's completed, that team wins. So, a game like that, it comes out, it's popular, it sells a bunch. Here's another great example Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Okay? 100 people drop in. Last one standing wins. Last squad standing wins. Simple. Popular gets thrown into a. It's thrown into a uh, infrastructure like let's just say Xbox, right? Player Unknown is coming to Xbox this year. Xbox players buy it up, they love it, they play it for six months, they play it for a year, and then they move on. It's four. I looked it up. Anywhere from one to four, so it could be one on one. Yeah, but typically it's one on four. Uh, Death by Daylight, right? Correct. Okay. All right. So the reason I, I don't, and it really doesn't even matter what game it is. We can we can pick Rocket League for all we care, right? right? The idea here is that. By opening it up and letting it play across the industry. And I'm not talking about your exclusives. I'm not talking about single player. I'm just talking about online component games that are third-party based that don't really have a home anyways. It will help the game. It will help the developer. It will help the game live longer. And so what do I mean by that? Psionics developers and, and, and even their CEO have come out and said, if you make a game as easy to pick up, no matter where you're at, no matter what device is in front of you, as a deck of cards, that game can become 
as important as a deck of cards. And so the idea here is that you can expand, you can expand your game across generations of consoles because it's easy to access. Why do we use smartphones, Jazzy? Doesn't matter if it's Android, I, I don't care what it is. Why do we use smartphones? Because it's easy. It's easy. How come it's, I pick my phone up to use the internet over my laptop? Because it's easy. Yep. Expanding this does not hurt you in any way otherwise, other than the fact that, yeah, you don't have your little fucking walls built up anymore. You're not, you're not in your little secluded area anymore. And, and like, that isn't an advantage to me. That is not a reason to do this. Back in the day when people wanted to do this, it wasn't possible. The networks weren't there. The internet connect, like, we didn't have the infrastructure that we have today. Today, there's no excuse anymore. And that's why this is the next step. You're telling me that if Call of Duty comes out, they make the deal. And all of a sudden, Xbox players can play against PS4 players. The forums and the chat rooms where people talk shit every day of their life about how Xbox players are better than PS. The war's not in the chat room anymore. The war's in the game now. Now you can prove it. What can you do? And, and this was anti, this was cables, you know, this was something that cable didn't like. But here's something you can do. Hey, you playing Call of Duty on the PS4? Rock PS4 swag. So that way when you kill the Xbox guy, he's, he's sitting there staring at a Sony logo. Rock Xbox swag. So when you when you take down a Sony player, they're looking at they're, you know they're looking at the big X. Like they can promote that, right? And so then their fan base will eat it up because they are living their fan base already, Be, with the wall or without. They're living their fan base. So you can you can have that age old argument. Xbox players are better than PS4 players. Uh, -uh PS4 players are better than Xbox players. And then you got the little, you know, little little brother over here. No, oh, no, Nintendo Switch players are better. Okay, go sit down, little boy. But <laughs> still, okay. And even the Switch gets to play at some point in this with things like Rocket League. I mean, it's not going to have Destiny Two on it, but still, it's going to be able to compete in certain things. What I'm getting at here, though, is there's nothing bad to come from this, other than the fact that you're going to expand, you're going to create a happier community because this is what you're this is what players want i don't know about you but i don't like sitting in a chat room where people just fucking yell at you like oh yeah ps fanboy you piece of shit oh yeah xbox why don't you get some exclusives like i don't <laughs> get that out of my chat i understand the forums will still be have some hate play back and forth but the fact that you can actually go and play each other is huge mm -hmm. it's huge so it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna make your fans happier. What, what do happy fans do? They spend money, loaded up with all sorts of cool content. Let me wear a PlayStation hat. Let me, let me go throw, you know, a, a, an Xbox logo antenna on my, on my car, you know. And and cables, cables back up to this, which I've, and, and you sided more with cables, so you can, you can probably speak to this a little bit. Is that he doesn't like that if I'm over here on Sony. And you're on Xbox, and you're running around with a with a Halo loadout, exclusive to Xbox. That that might deter me to go buy an Xbox. And so then, from Stan Sony's standpoint, is they just lost a player on their network to Xbox network because I saw a skin. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's called 
in my in my opinion, that's called business, man. Like, what's yeah? What's it's, it's how's no that, different than advertising on a commercial or how's it any different from you having an Android or, phone and I have an iPhone? Yeah, it's open market. I mean, for like. I understood. I understood where cable was coming from. However, my opinions on this are a little bit different. Like, I think that cross-platform play is the future of gaming, and I want it to happen. And for the gamers and the developers, it is great. I just think that it it's not a hundred percent in best interest of the. The business, which is your major companies, be it Sony, Microsoft, and stuff like that, just because of the business aspect of it. Aspect of it, they want money. Period. End of sentence. Right. So, but I, okay, I get that. But here's my thing. Okay, we already have Rocket League. We are we already have Minecraft. Player Unknown Battlegrounds uh, creator has come out and says they want to add cross network play between PC and Xbox. Already been already been talked yep. about. It's it's just a matter of time. Okay. So, how many games are going to do this before Sony realizes it's it's the it's the trend, and we're behind? Like Sony isn't behind on trends. That that's the thing. The reason why we all gravitated towards Sony when the PS4 launched was because they were the trend. Right. They were doing everything we wanted. Oh man, guess what? I don't have to. Uh, I can share my games. Like, okay, it was that ridiculous at E3 2014 when Sony took the stage and says, "Here's how you share a video game on the PS4," and they handed a box to another guy and basically sucker punched Xbox in the face. And I was like, "Sign me up. Here's my money, Sony. You won." Mm-hmm. They were they, that's they were cutting edge. They were giving you what you wanted. They were gamers for gamers, and and now they're like, they almost feel scared. I don't know if I would say scared versus, and I hate to say, I hate to use this word confident, but I think in the PS3 to Xbox 360 era, it was shifted. The Xbox 360 did so much better, and there was a larger gaming community on the 360. And then when the 4 and the 1 launched, Sony kind of basically evened themselves out with, with Xbox and then took the lead. And now, from what what we know about the reports, we're assuming, because Microsoft won't release their numbers, that Xbox is so far behind that they're like half of the, so- of the Sony sales in consoles, be it uh, the Xbox One versus the PlayStation 4. So I almost think that Sony, in some opinion, has like... Xbox got has gotten so far behind them and out of their peripheral vision that they almost have blinders on. Like we're the only ones in this race. Yeah, well, they need to learn. They, and I, it's not a good thing. It's, it's not. silly though because you don't have to look back. Look back at the PS2 era, where no one touched them. Into the PS3 era, where they they threw it all away, mm-hmm. and then they had to gain it all back again. And it's like they're repeating. I literally feel like they're repeating what they did. They're they're too good for everybody, so they don't have to follow the rules. They don't have to follow the trends. They make the trends. Well, the trend about being exclusive and being walls up on something like this, on fucking Rocket League, is it's pathetic. And then to have the head of one of the head of your like a VP of your company come out and say the things that he said in Jim Ryan. Basically saying, well, we, we're not going to do it because um, we protect our players and inadvertently basically saying other people don't. 
as an Xbox and Nintendo, you right. don't protect your players. And then you sp- so realistically, this wasn't even an argument until PlayStation stood up and tried to give some like half thought out answer, and then basically shit all over themselves. And and they got Phil Spencer upset over on Xbox, and he's like, "Wait a minute, what do you mean we don't protect our players? Xbox Live was around before PlayStation even charged. We 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 had we had, you know." Local base server chat talk before when you still had push to talk SOCOM games. Like, they have been like, your shit is built off the concept of what Xbox did back in the day. You adapted. Mm-hmm. You weren't a groundbreaking, you know, innovative player back in that day. So to sit there and say, uh, like, like, if you believe that you caught up to them, surpassed them, and are more secure than them. I don't have to look very far to see how many times PlayStation Network has had security breaks, including right now where PayPal is having a huge issue yeah. with PlayStation. And, de- like, I'm not saying Xbox is perfect, but you're not perfect either. So to come out and say your reason is because you because, because of how you protect your, your people, that's pathetic. It, it's, yeah. it's just t- it's a terrible way to answer this. You upset the, seat, you upset the head guy over at Xbox... And I just I don't I don't understand a lot of the moves that Sony has made over the last six months. And I could kind of see where Sony was coming with with this, but the way they worded it and the uh, I guess timing and everything of this statement was just all off and completely wrong. Like if you if you twist it into an environment of like let's say a retail store, you don't want like to send another person being a customer to another retail store to buy something because you want them to buy it from you. So you want the security of that person in your building. You want them to be able to get their answers from you. You have the knowledge. You're going to lead them down the right path. Does that mean if you send them to another retailer that they're not going to get it? Absolutely not. But you don't dog that other retailer and say, I'm still oh, playing they're, on they're your, a bunch of pile of shit. I'm still they, playing you know? on your platform. Right. I still I yeah. still agree to your terms of service. Endgame is you, you're taking care of the gamer because you're a gaming yeah. company. Like, I just, overall, overall, I don't get it. The, the idea that, like, and a great example would be, you, ha- you have two original games, right? You have uh, the difference between... World of Warcraft, okay, and let's say uh, Call of Duty, okay? Mm-hmm. World of Warcraft is more of a service in an open system because it's PC-based, right? Yeah, and there's it, expansions. There's the only, only expansions because Correct. it's an open-world space. Yep, it's open it's world PC. Yep. So the difference with Call of Duty is it's an annual re-release of a game, Right. And some people, will call it, some people will call it a cash grab, whatever. But guess what? Every DLC pack that came out for WoW was also a cash grab. You paid for it. So it doesn't, right? The difference here is that no matter if I had a, a brand new computer and you had a five-year-old computer, we both could play WoW. Correct. The difference is that if I have an Xbox One and you have an Xbox 360, the chances of us playing Call of Duty together now is slim. To none. To none, right. And, you know, and one reason... And actually, and our chances of playing Call of Duty, say, Xbox to PS4 is impossible, right? So Currently. Yeah, and, and the reason why this I'm bringing this, this example up is because if you did open, if, if you opened it up and did cross-play, cross you would be able to develop a game the same across everywhere, right? 
mm-hmm. because it's because it's pl- everything is sharing. So from a third party developer standpoint, it's less it's less work for them to build this. It it's sharing across all these servers. So there's the potential that if this company is running their own servers, they can develop their servers in a way that supports everybody instead of here's our Sony servers, here's our Xbox servers, here's our Nintendo servers, here's our PC servers, right? Mm-hmm. Cost factor, amount of effort, everything's cut down for, for the developer. Now, you want to make money. And yeah, each company has exclusives. You're going to make money off your exclusives. And Nintendo's the king for their exclusives. That's where they make all of their money. Yeah, because everything's exclusive. But you, know, but you know what? Like Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty and Destiny and all these games are not exclusives. Right. And they're all third party. That if you're Sony right now and everybody else is willing to play, they're, re- they're willing to play ball, and you're not, and this is something that that third-party developer wants, it's making their decision easier to say, you know what? Okay, fine. We're not going to make it for the PS4. Yes. It's not necessarily exclusive, but they won't play ball the way we want to develop our game, so we're not going to make it for them. And then a year, two years down the road, Sony's king right now, and everyone thinks they can't do anything wrong. Two years down the road, when all of a sudden... We have an Xbox One pull a P, pull, pull the old PS3 move, catch up at end life, and blow the doors off of them going into the next generation of gaming with all these developers being happy for them. Guess what? All their exclusives are back, and then some. Yeah, because right now Sony's dangling the same carrot that they've been dangling in front of all these developers the whole time. We have more people gaming on our system. That's why you want to bring your product here exclusively and it's worked. But the problem is you've got fat little Jay-Z fiddle that wants a Twinkie on the end of that line now yeah. instead of a carrot. But the And so the other difference with World of Warcraft Call and Call of Duty that I'm making here is that players are able to gradually migrate to its annual expansions in World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. You know, while, rema- while remaining part of the overall population, while remaining part of the community, because it's not like, here's Call of Duty, and here's Call of Duty Ghosts, and here's Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Yeah. Right? Black Ops. Yeah, <laughs> like, so, like, it's not jump, jump, and if you don't jump, you're left behind. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no, you're part of the community anymore, you're, go- you're gone. You're not in the community anymore. You're left behind with all the other people that stayed behind. And so, that's the difference when you think of Rocket League. When you think of Rocket League, that's already aging, but still popular than ever. To open that up and say everyone can play with everybody, and we're gonna, you know, and when we add stuff, as long as it's not, and again, if Sony decides to add exclusives, it stays on Sony's side, right? Mm-hmm. But overall, like when Rick and Morty hit Rocket League, it hits everyone. Doesn't matter where you're playing. Throw Mr. Poopy Butthole on your car and go for it, man. Like the, you know, like that. It just you're going to be like it's gonna grow, and you're gonna have a community that's bigger than ever. I just I don't I don't foresee why it's a problem or why you're scared. And I don't get it either, especially for especially for games like Rocket League. Uh, I have a buddy that I work with. Uh, we'll call him Mr. K to protect his identity, but uh, he's a huge Rocket League player, huge um, to the point where he he is competitive and ranked, and he's a very high rank, and he plays probably daily, if not daily, every other day. 
So I talk to him about Rocket League all the time. So when I saw this news from Psionic and saying that they want to cross-platform across all of the major consoles and PC, I asked him. I was like, hey, what do you think about uh, Psionic taking Rocket League cross-platform? And he his f- initial response that sunk in with me the most was, cool, more people to play with. Right. And then he kind of had his, oh, hey, here's what I think, all the same stuff that we're have said or will say in the rest of this episode is kind of talk about it. But his overall goal was, I want more people to be able to play with. Like, he is at that point where he sees a lot of similar players because he's in a specific rank where you're seeing repetitive players over and over again and the same people because they're all at that rank level. And he's like, it'd be really cool if they could open it up and you'd get that whole flood of new people into those ranks and, and you plays. Can, and, and you could do cool things that we've seen on a smaller scale. You could, you know, one thing, <clears throat> achievements or trophies, right? Now you have an achievement or a trophy that basically says, hey, if you beat someone on a different council, you get this trophy. You know, bragging rights. Right. But at the same time... That's in, what the achievement will be called. In game, you can have that cool, like, council war almost. Like, and basically the game... Is keeping stats, and you can see Xbox, PS4, and Switch, and which which group of players are doing the best. It's similar to like when we picked up Mortal Kombat X, and we picked what faction we wanted, and how the faction was doing against other factions. But it was a, that was closed, right? Now you got to choose, and everybody chose one, and then they were super popular, right? Whereas this but if would Mortal be Kombat, a console based, yeah. like here's where I'm playing. But if Mortal Kombat opened themselves up, and then it was like <laughs> Lin Kuei across all councils, and and you know, and all those different factions across all the councils, you'd be getting a true feeling of, hey, this is. This is Mortal Kombat as a whole, not just PS4, not just Xbox. Mm. And so, like, you know, imagine if you could, if all games were just by default open and available to do cross-network play, then games could be accessible across generations. Now, opposed to being stuck in a single time frame, you would be able to approach game development and begin different and design differently because you would no longer have to worry about how long the life cycle of hardware is or how long you expect this person to play the game before they move on to something else. That was a quote from, from Psionic CEO um, Dunham. What's his first name? Jeff Dunham? Uh, no, Jeff Dunham is no, the Jeff, comedian with Je- the puppets. I'm close because it's Jeremy. I knew it was with Jay. So Jeremy yep. Dunham, okay? And so, like, that's perfectly said. Like, you're still going to have to worry about, like, what are they going to play next, right? Because people always want to play more games. But the idea is that we play a, like, think about our gaming, right? We play a ton of League. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? I've played League on my laptop. I've played on my desktop. I've played League on an original version one Surface Pro. I know people that played League on like a Chrome, like a like a Chromebook. Mm-hmm. Anyone can play League. Yeah, it's it's open. It's easy. Hell, you know, I remember I remember in the day when you know these years ago when you could not play League on Mac. Yeah, that was all the way through season two, I think. Yeah, but now you can play. You know, and then they but they continued to to build and add and everything. So. You know, and yes, League's not on council right now, but if it was, like, even better. You know, Smite's on council. Mm-hmm. So, I just, for me, I like I like what the vision, I like this, he's an indie developer, he's a entrepreneur, and this company that, that, was, a, that was a nobody a few years ago, 
created something that's a that's 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 really like Rocket League is. It'll go down in the record books as the indie game that started the like that really started indies, like that really showed the success that an indie game could have on a grand scale. That was in the running for game of the year. Like it went up against giants, mm-hmm. and it didn't pull everything off, but it it did well, and it's still doing well. So you know when when you sit here and talk, and people people want to go defend Sony, even if people want to defend Xbox for the fact that they want to do this. Look at the look at the group that really started this talk with Rocket League. They're us. They're the guys that started developing yeah. in your fucking garage that play video games. They're gamers. This is what they're envisioning because it's what the the community of us gamers want. I have always thought when I was playing a game, even even we don't have to go that far back. Destiny, when we're kicking ass and we're going on twenty game win streaks and stuff. And then my buddy over here is like, yeah, well, it's because you're not playing on Xbox. I instantly was just like, you know what? Tonight, get online. My, my group's going to wreck your group. But we can't. Right. Yeah. And I think part, I think part of the problem is, and uh, I'll call out a fan of the show, the Games Low podcast, uh, Five Mile Rick. I think part of the problem is you have... People like uh, Rick, who were Xbox early adapters of Destiny and had leveled up his character and was playing Destiny specifically on Xbox. And then he came into um, the GameZilla crew or family, I'll say, and basically we were all running PS4. So he switched over to PlayStation so that he could play with us and then raised his character all the way back up and now has a max light level, primarily plays PS4 Destiny. That's what some of these companies are seeing is they're like, hey, we can get somebody to come over because we've got more people and more friends here. And it's a bad thing to think about because think about all the fans of your game and console you could still have if you just open it up to everybody. That's Yeah, that's the way you thought about it. But let me let me just a- answer me. I'm going to ask you a question and just answer it because mm-hmm. it's easy. If if Destiny was cross play and he could he could he could have done anything with us. Could have ran a raid with us. Could have played multiplayer. He'd still be playing on Xbox because yeah. he wouldn't have had to buy a PS4. Yeah. Sony, then you're, yeah, Sony's then you're coming wall, down to exclusives only. Yeah, like Sony, he'd only come here for games that he can't play on exactly. Xbox. Which is and that part's fine. Right. And then that part, guess what? I'm still going to own a PS4 because they have the exclusives I care about right now. But my whole thing is is that Sony's wall and Xbox's wall for this particular story with with our friend Rick here was the cause for him to buy a PS4 because it was the only way he could communicate with his friends and play with his friends. Correct. If that wasn't an issue and he could have kept his Xbox controller in his hand and enjoyed Destiny with us, because he would who? why would you buy it? The only reason right. you would have bought the PS4 then would have been Horizon Zero Dawn, Persona 5, Street Fighter 5, you know, things like it would have been something. Yeah, the exclusives, like yeah. we were saying. So, And that's the only reason, let's be honest, it's the only reason you bought the that really should be the only reason you buy a console. Mm-hmm. Other right now, like it sucks. Okay, think about this. We've said it on the podcast so many times, Jazzy. I play over here because my friends play over here. We say that a lot. Yeah. The reason why we're probably so much this is because all of our friends are here. If all of our friends were on Xbox, we'd probably all play on Xbox. And that's a that's, shitty yeah. reason to pick. You know, like that's not the way. It shouldn't be the way. The reason why we pick things. 
Yeah, but that's that's the reason right there why I think Sony to not to not defend them but give you their point of view. The reason why I think Sony is in this kind of stint that they're in for not wanting to go cross platform is because of situations like that. There was a player that was on an Xbox console, wanted to play with his friends, where if we opened it up to where you could cross-platform play, we would have never got that extra PS4 sale, would never have got that extra Destiny sale, which I, I get a lot goes to the dev, would not have got all of the PSN network to be able to play online with his friend sales. Like the business aspect of them is we just gain somebody from Xbox. So why should we play nice with them? That, okay. So, it's a, so and it's, it's a, not good yeah, for the game. That, it's not. First of all, if that's your business model, you will fail. Yeah. I don't care. Unhealthy. I don't, I don't care how good of a, how good you think you are right now and how many, how many people like Sony. If that's your, if that's your game plan that, Hey, we're going to limit you so that you can't, so that you can't enjoy something unless you come to us. That is not going to work, especially in the way this day and age. Again, I'm going to reference back to phones. It'd basically be saying, oh, you own an Android phone? Well, you can't call anyone with an iPhone. Right. It doesn't, it, in this day and age, it just doesn't work. It does not work. And, that, and, and gaming, is, gaming is one of those last, you know, it's one of those last zones that, that have these walls, and they're starting to crumble and Xbox, and yes, you know what? We'll say it. The littler guys, the guys that are behind are playing nice with each other. They're the kids in the, the kids in the in the schoolyard that are that are sharing. Mm-hmm. And then the guy, the person over here, that you know, the solo guy. That's and, and I don't know. We call him the bully for all we want. The the successful person that basically says, "I don't need your help. I I don't need to be. Your, I don't need friends." Like it's gonna come bite you in the ass eventually, especially the fact that, you know, Rocket League is one thing and it's big, but it's still it's an indie game. Sure, whatever. It's Rocket League. Not like Des- not like Bungie's doing it. It's not like you know, but Minecraft, which is owned by Xbox, but whatever, Minecraft's doing it. Player Unknown says it's happening. Like the it's it's starting, people. It's already starting. Yep. You know, I mean, Xbox is already doing it within themselves in the sense that hey, if you got an Xbox and you got a PC, you know, play Gears of War together. We don't care. They're opening it up. They're letting the fans. Enjoy it how they want to enjoy it, and the fact that freedom versus restriction—it's gonna like I don't know if I told you you could live in America or go live in North Korea. I think you pick America, like <laughs> right? Yeah, and that's from America, and that's <laughs> very extreme. But my whole thing here is that when you restrict people and you say no when they want something. They're they're not going to be as receptive to you when you're trying to make other choices. When you're trying to say this is why we're doing it, and then you come with some you know half-ass cocked idea that I don't even know what that person was thinking, and you just upset your crowd more and more and more to the point where I've actually turned my Xbox on and been playing Xbox, not because I really like needed to, but because I was just so like. E3 turned me off so much from Sony just because of the way they handled it that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go play a little bit of Xbox because I just don't really want to play my Sony right now. Now, again, I'm not, get rid of, I'm not getting rid of Sony. I don't think people that have PS4, even if you're, even if you're full-blown like, fuck Xbox, like, you're, you're fine. I'm not mad at anybody. But the fact of the matter is that this is a shift. 
And if you don't, if, if, if people out there are not seeing this as a shift and they're just saying, oh, it's just three games, oh, it's just indie developers trying to, trying to dick around, like, you're wrong. It's all, and, and, and when this shift happens, and if you don't jump quick enough, Sony could repeat themselves, fall behind, and this time struggle to catch back up. And this is the thing that, um, I guess, to kind of put maybe an overall point on it for me, is in business, be it your Sony, your Microsoft, you want to make money, you want to have fans, you want to have followers, you want to have people p- buying your product and following you and, and being all about you. When something comes up where it, it's going wrong or you need to figure out why you're behind or you need to figure out why you're not doing as well as you did the year before or you need to figure out what your future is going to be as a company – you test the market. That's what you do. These companies run tests. They have the retailers have machines that set up planograms to strategically place items on a shelf in a store for maximum sales and they tweak it and tweak it and tweak it until they find a a plan that sells better than other plans. It's just what you do. You test the market. So if I'm Sony, I don't agree with with what they did. I understand why they're doing it. I don't agree with it. Why don't they? Psionic and Rocket League is the perfect test candidate for this. Yeah. It's if it a, doesn't work, it's a, you yeah. Stop. If it doesn't work, it stop. Everybody should just join in on this. It's the perfect game because you're still going to have your exclusives on Microsoft. You're still going to have your exclusives on Sony that people are going to go to. This is a general common indie game that's fun and big. So you can get a great test market on how many people are playing on yours versus how many people are playing on everybody else's consoles and or systems. Yeah, the analytics yeah. alone are priceless. Plus, the it's data the, the yeah. data you could collect is priceless. Plus, it's perfect because the the one major issue for the gamer in this situation is fairness, and you don't have any problems with fairness in Rocket League. You, you're not saying that there's an advantage to holding a Microsoft controller versus a PlayStation 4 controller versus a keyboard and mouse. There's no disadvantage or unfairness in this game. It's the perfect test candidate for this, and Sony should be on board. I mean, on this small scale, why not be on board? It's not like we're asking you to open your walls for everything. It's just these, it's these three games. Right. Know? And 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 it's test, just, like test the water, figure yeah. it out. The fact that by the time you get Player Unknown Battlegrounds for PS4, because it is rumored, you know, it is it is talked about that's coming. It's going to come. Oh, it's coming eventually. There's, there's no reason why Blue Hole shouldn't take yeah, it to the no, PlayStation absolutely. 4. But the fact of the matter that you're gonna you're gonna by the time it gets there, that the that potentially the Xbox and the PC will already play together. Right. And I own all of it. Right. I'll probably like I already have it for the PC, but I want it for a console. I want I want that that to try con- to try yeah, the I want difference. To try it. Yeah, I'll pick Xbox, knowing that it's already tied to the PC, knowing it's already there. Like I'll already do that, knowing the fact that if if cable our friends to, that play it that don't pick it up on console, we could play with them. Yeah, yeah. It just you know it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. And here's someone that already owns it on PC. I'm gonna go buy it on Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's unbelievable. I, <laughs> I want to. So Jim Ryan basically said exposing what in some cases are children to external influences 
we have no ability to manage or look after is something we have to think about very carefully. Okay? And, uh, like, I guess I'm confused because, like, I get it that you're, um, I get it that you're, you're signing a term, terms of service with PlayStation when you go online and when you use their product, right? Right. And you have to follow their rules. But um, I don't know, Sony, if, what's the last time you've been in Overwatch or Destiny or anything and you've uh, protected the children from basically being called every name under the roof, being bullied, being ran out of a game? Okay, and so for you to say that is pretty. It, it's an indirect way of saying like, well, you know, uh, Nint- like Nintendo and Xbox, like they, they they basically are not on our level. So Phil Phil Spencer came out and was like, and this is perfect. This is this is how this is how you handle something like this. He comes out and goes, we would never put Minecraft again. They fucking own Minecraft. We would never put Minecraft in a place where we felt like it, like like we weren't keeping our players safe. So the owner of Minecraft, who just so happens to also have Xbox, is basically coming out and saying, on PC, on Switch, and everywhere else that we put Minecraft, we are paying attention and we're protecting it all. It's all it's our baby. It's our community. Like, what do you mean, letting your players come over here? You already pay us royalty fees to have Minecraft on your system because we fucking own it so like yeah and he goes on to say it's not it's not a win-lose we can just we can do just fine with other people's consoles succeeding we're shipping Minecraft on the switch with Nintendo and it's great it's a win-win partnership yeah (laughs) I just don't I I really have nothing to back that because I think it's uh a point that I guess I don't understand the angle that Sony was trying to take because if if you think about it, it's just more paperwork for you, Sony. That's it. Because when you watch a movie on DVD, Blu-ray, yeah, Ultraviolet or whatever, you turn it on, and what's the first thing you see? An FBI anti-piracy warning. That's all you got to do. Be like, hey, this is a cross-platform play you're going into. Sony does not hold the rights to, you know, ethical treatment or whatever while, you know, in this game. Yeah. Paperwork, done. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> but again, if this is a third-party developer that lets people report people no matter who the, what consoles they're playing on, then the terms basically reads, like, you are still under the Sony terms. If you aren't aware of the terms, you should read them because if someone reports you for doing something that breaks our rules, I don't care if you're out there playing with an Xbox player. You still play under our roof, and we will and and we will penalize you. Right. That's simple it. as that. You're yep. still protected. So he goes a on a little to, bit more paperwork. Yeah. Phil Spencer goes on to say the fact that somebody would make an uh, uh, assumption that that somehow we're not keeping Minecraft players safe. Uh, I found not only from a Microsoft perspective, but from a game industry perspective, I don't know why that has to become the dialogue that doesn't seem healthy for anyone. And then he goes on to say something that is just perfect. Again, we can always do better with everything we do. But I feel great about our relationship with Minecraft. I just really found the whole discussion around safety in our game and that somehow we wouldn't take that as top priority we would never put minecraft in a place where we felt like we weren't keeping our players safe frankly 
Though with the parental controls on Xbox Live and everything we've done, we've shown that safety is very important to us as a platform. Yeah. And then we don't even have to talk to Nintendo. It's fucking Nintendo. They don't do anything. Right. They, they <laughs> say no to everything, and somehow Xbox convinced them to be on board with this. Listen, you can't even put a picture of you on the internet in a YouTube video where you're where you have a Nintendo shirt on without them claiming that if you make anything on that video they get royalties. <laughs> like <it's Right. laughs> it, yeah, it, so I mean it's ridiculous. I um I can't believe that like we're in this day and age with how everything everything else has gotten so just open source and and free and 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 just public and that we're having this discussion and there's so much yeah. there's so much pushback. And it's like, you know, Sony, you've done a great job. You've done a great job this generation. But your track record is not perfect, and it doesn't take much of a, you know, fumble to fall right back where you were. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, I don't care how far ahead Sony is. I don't care how far behind Microsoft is. I don't care about all the ar these arguments of, oh, Sony's only doing that because they're so far ahead. Oh, Microsoft's only coming out and saying they want to cross-platform because they're so far behind and they want to try to steal some of the people over from Sony. At the end of the day, you're a gaming company, and the right answer is the answer that's best for the gamer. And unfortunately yep. in this situation, I don't care if Phil comes out and Microsoft's behind-the-scenes plot and scheme is to steal people away from Sony, because even if it is... His viewpoint is still the best answer for the game. Yeah. And so I guess my whole point, and, and we can start to wrap this up, is that if you got 60 million PS4s, and let's just say you have 30 million Xbox, mm -hmm. right? Let's just say it is half like you were talking. And PC World is an unknown number. It's gigantic. Right. Okay. And the Switch over here is doing well. It's gonna. We'll we'll see five million units next year. I don't doubt it one bit. We're we're gonna get there before that. We're gonna. It's gonna be eight. Yeah. It's gonna be eight to as, ten million as, next year. As fast as Nintendo can pump them out, that's the number it'll be. So I'm a third party developer. Okay, I give my game to PlayStation, and I give my game to everyone else. Right, the open world game. I just gave my open world game to two hundred million units. We're just going to take percentages here, okay? I have a 50% attach rate, let's say. I sold 100 million copies over here. I have a 50% attach rate on PlayStation. 30 million. Oh. Maybe the next version won't come out on PlayStation. You see what I'm saying here? Yeah. Is that when the little guys group up and they all play nice together, your big number doesn't look as big anymore. You're not as powerful anymore. That's why Comcast and all these assholes buy all the companies up. They don't want the little guys to merge and, and become bigger. They want to own it all. Okay? And I'm not saying Sony can go buy these guys, but you should play ball with them. And we're talking about three games again. We're not talking, hey, open your doors, let cross-chat go. Like, like, no, we're talking Rocket League, Minecraft, and potentially, it's not even confirmed, but potentially... Player Unknown Battlegrounds, one of the most popular games out there right now. Yeah. Test the waters with it. 
find out if it's going to work and what the the because you, you get all the answers you get if it's going to work you get how you can you know figure out all the analytics you get what the benefits are to you you get how you about get this what the developers feel about yeah. it how about this angle too i own a ps4 you own an xbox okay mm-hmm. you play destiny with all your friends you played all the time i don't have the money to buy an xbox i don't play destiny because i'm my friends because you're all over there it's unfortunate. My name's Deadite, and I can't buy the other system. Okay, it's just the way I am. I'm trying to buy a house. I'm trying to trying to grow my family. It's just not in. It's not priority. Mm-hmm. But it's crossplay. I don't need an X. I don't need an Xbox. Guess what? I just bought Destiny, and I'm playing with you. So even from the standpoint that. Let's say right now Destiny 2 comes out and on your 60 million, and this is lowballing, okay? I think it'll be, it's going to be in this range, but let's say 30 million copies sell on PlayStation, half of their inventory. If it, but there's a, there's a percentage of that other 30 million that did not buy the game that if it was cross-play, they would. So you're actually missing sales because this person over here that bought your system because they want it, because they want Horizon Zero Dawn and they want all these exclusives, won't play Destiny because all their friends do play it on Xbox. There, there is that other angle that people don't think about in the sense that, you know, you're potentially going to lose sales for these customers that would never buy that type of game. I have never bought a Call of Duty game because... You know, I don't really play Call of Duty, plus all my friends play on the Xbox. Right. But you want to know what their first Call of Duty game is that they'll, that they'll buy? Is the cross-play cross one. Platform. They'll buy it. So let me throw this out to you, Grim. When you buy an Xbox, what do you need in order to play with everybody online? Xbox Live. When you buy a PlayStation, what do you need to play with everybody online? PlayStation Network. Okay, when you PS Plus, when you, you buy World of Warcraft, what do you need to play online? A uh, Blizzard, a Blizzard subscription, monthly subscription. Okay, yep. how about this? Think about it. Blizzard is a perfect with World of Warcraft. It's open world. There's expansions, but the one thing they do is a monthly subscription in order to utilize that game services. What if the company said, "Hey"? This game is cross-platform. We'll just throw a hypothetical out there. Destiny 2. Fans don't go and say Destiny 2 is going to be cross-platform. This is just a a hypothetical. Destiny 2 is going to be cross-platform. You could play it on any system. PS4, Xbox, Switch, PC. It's coming out on everything. You can play it on your mobile device if you want. (laughs) If you want to use PlayStation or Xbox Live services... How much do you pay a month for your your PSN? Uh, or a year? I, I pay a year. 60 bucks. 60 yeah, bucks a year. year. Okay. What's to say they can't say, you want to know what? $60 a year for PSN network, and you can play amongst all of Sony's network. We have this group of games that are cross-platform, and in order to ensure your security, $100 a year for your PSN account. Would fans do it? Where they have to pay an upcharge to their yearly or monthly subscription in order to ensure security issues across cross-platform. Uh, okay, so here's 
yes and no. Okay. The problem with that is that Sony comes out and says that, but Xbox doesn't. Then you have a problem, mm-hmm. right? Xbox is, is Xbox just goes, you know what? Uh, Crossplay is included in our sixty dollars Xbox Live. Then you then then you just Sony looks bad, right? Yeah. Right. Because in all honesty, both of these sides, you have a lot of people that are like, I pay you sixty dollars a year times thirty million, and I, I get I guess I can't say thirty million. Uh, I think Sony's came out and out of their 60 million, 26.5 million of them have PS Plus. Right. 26.5 million times $60 a year. You're not going to be able to give me a number, but I'll tell you what, it's big. Okay. It's a lot of fucking money. Why are we having problems with PayPal? Why can we not change our gamer tag? Why? Are we getting DDoS attacks? Why are you... You're not secure as it is. Mm-hmm. Why should I give you $40 more so that I could go play with them over there when, you know... And, and now now the flip side is everyone shares, right? I said everybody's getting along, everybody's buddy-buddy because they want the industry to be healthy and they want the big three to be healthy, mm-hmm. okay? And then the big four, PC, PC, Nintendo, Sony, Xbox, right? PlayStation, Xbox. And they all say, let's do this, but let's all agree there has to be an upcharge. Yeah, make, and, them, make them sign and, something, and too, they, to if they break it, then there's... Right, and then this is what they do. They take that extra money. They pool it to a, to a central company that's a security company for their interconnected network that yeah, they've created. The cross-play networking. The cross-play network that they've yep. created now is now has... The CPN, we're going to call it. <laughs> sure. Now has this overseeing company that that is a non-biased, just neutral company that helps protect the network. I don't think anybody have a problem with that. I don't either. So... You know, and we're just two guys in the studio talking about this, and I feel like these ideas, like maybe th- maybe they've had them, you know, right behind doors. Yeah, but there's, like, there's always stuff that well, we're missing, and there's business right. decisions that we're missing. But and it seems to me like we're sitting down here creating concepts and ideas that are light years ahead of things that they're doing over there. And I get it; they're not going to go and tell the public everything they're doing. But like, if you are not willing to do it, even though everything we just said tonight makes sense. And your your best your best foot you could put forward is because um, well we want to protect the children. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just doesn't work, man. Like I'm sorry, and yeah. I love Sony. I'm I I am a Sony boy. I'm 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 from PS One. I love my Vita. PS, I still carry a PSP around for God's sakes. Okay, I like Sony, so don't get me wrong. I'm not, and you all know I'm not an Xbox. You know, slappy. I like Xbox. I like Nintendo. I support them all because I want a healthy industry. I don't want to see one of these guys go away because it's not going to help our industry. It's not going to help the video game world in the sense that, guess what? You want all of them to get along. You want them all to do well because that's why you're going to get another console, and that's why you're going to get another handheld, and that's why they're going to stay around making video games instead of us getting Candy Crush version 932 and a half. Yeah. Candy Crush... Candy Crush soda, Candy Crush jelly, Candy Crush peanut butter. Right. Like, so, like for for me, like you can you can have the fanboys and you can have the forums where they like to talk shit and all that stuff. That's fine. That's part of gaming from from the earliest that I remember. You know, playing SoCom and people telling me to you know, um, my dick in your mouth, my dick in your mouth, right? And SoCom. So like, 
I get it. It's just part of just the world we live in. But in the end, if you love video games and you want video games and you or you think there's a future for you inside the video game industry, then you want everyone to be happy and you want everyone to have success. And guess what? There's plenty of room in this world for Sony to sell 60 million units, for Xbox to sell 30 million units, for Nintendo to put out a brand new system this year and already be pushing millions of units, and the PC world that's da- that, that is bigger than, than I can even imagine. And yet there's still more people buying video game systems. There's plenty. This, this industry is lush with gamers. It's full of people that want more. So give it to them. That's it. Just give it to them. Make them happy. Prove to them why they should support you. That's and that's I guess that's it. That's the bot. This is my message at the end of it. I want you, the company that I play my games on, to show me why I should support you. And Xbox has been doing it for me. Nintendo has been doing it for me, and Sony has not. Sony has been like, here's a new product. It's a PS4 Pro. Uh, we don't even know how to talk about our own product. Okay, have a good night. Buy it. Buy it. Don't forget to buy it. Did you buy it? And it's like, whoa, like, get the fuck off me. I'm going to buy it, okay? Cool down. And then, like, and then I buy it, and then the support is shit. And then I buy your VR, and it's like, E3 2017, we got VR to show you. And it's garbage. It's like, it's like worse than the launch titles. And I'm like, what do you, like, this is not showing me that, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I sold my PlayStation VR. It's the first Sony thing I've gotten rid of in a long, long time. I sold it because my thought is maybe my VR experience is not going to be on Sony. And I haven't turned around and bought another VR because I don't think VR is ready. And I've said this in the past. I don't think it's ready for the, the general public. I think it's still very niche. It's, it's cool, but it's not there yet. But, like, I've thought about it. I go, you know what? I'm going to let this go. And when I revisit this, I'm going to seriously look at Oculus and Vive and, and all my other options because that was a huge put-off for me. It wasn't ready. You didn't support it. You didn't show me that I should play VR on your platform. And bottom line is, I liked my Pro. But let's talk about this, Jazzy. When's the last time you fucking cared about 4K HDR on your Pro? I'll tell you (sighs) when it was. It was launch, when we were playing around because it was shiny and new. Yeah. But now all you care about is, let's play some League. Let's go play Overwatch, which doesn't, doesn't, doesn't support 4K or HDR. Like... If I turn my PlayStation on and put a game in it, I will check to see if I can play it in 4K HDR. Sure. And if I have the option to, I will. Sure. Versus not. But it's not a selling point for me. Yeah, it's, it's not, not pre- like, yeah. oh, I'm going to play this because it's in 4K HDR. Yep, exactly. That's the whole point, right? Mm-hmm. You bought a $400 system. You already had a PS4, just like I did. Mm-hmm. You bought a $400 system, and its main selling point is not a selling point when you go shopping for a video game. Right. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a big problem. And that's not a takeaway from the other perks, like you get the higher memory and all that stuff. And the, There's other the reasons. Don't CPUs. Get, the OU alone, yeah. just the way exactly. the interface works alone is better. Yeah. But 
bottom line, the, the way that Sony marketed it, right? The way the reason exactly. they told you you should have one is not because of those things. <laughs> yeah, and so and now Xbox, okay, and you had you had a almost you had a year, you had a year head start with this this whatever you want to call it, like halfway generation upgrade. I don't know what you want to call it, yeah. right? You had Gen a, upgrade. Yeah, you had a full year head start, and here comes Xbox X. And I don't, you really didn't do a whole lot. Xbox X is going to come out in November, a few months from now. And they're going to launch a bunch of games right away. They've already, they, they had a great E3 where they showed you every like 42 games all coming out this year and next year. They didn't worry about giving you 2019 or unknown, right? They just said, here you go. There's tons of shit coming. Oh, and guess what, guys? Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed E3, but don't worry. Uh, we, we actually didn't tell you everything. There's more coming. Stay tuned to Gamescom. Stay tuned because we have more to tell you about. And it's like, you, like I don't understand how you can have a year. And market so bad and support so pathetically that you aren't really. It doesn't feel like it, for that particular piece of the of the two comparisons, the the 4K HDR comparisons of the Xbox X and the PS4 Pro. There, there's not much of a lead there, right? So that that to me just tells me. I, I don't know. I kind of I kind of just like. My pro has collected dust, and this, and when I have played my pro, it's been like Next Machina or or games like it, like I, I'll buy a game. I kid you not. I did this the other day. What did I buy? Uh, Injustice. I bought Injustice to um, the the Ultimate Edition, and I, I flipped it around. And I was like, oh cool, it has um, PS4 Pro enhancement. I didn't even know until it was in my hand in my house, and I was like, oh cool, that's got that. It was just like a, it was like an added perk. Like I bought the game because I wanted the game, right. and and you haven't done enough to me to be like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely give her PS4 because of this. You know what has done that? The Switch. Mm-hmm. I've gone and bought like Binding of Isaac. I had, I don't know, probably ten different ways I could have played that game throughout the years. Never played Binding of Isaac. But the second I was like, well, I got this this cool system that graphically is better than anything handheld I've ever had, and it goes with me everywhere I go. Yeah, I'm going to buy games I normally probably wouldn't buy. Like, because you pre- you presented this device in a way that made me think, this isn't a game I'd normally put a lot of time into, but because I go to work every day of my life, and this goes with me, I can't put Destiny on it, right? Which everyone's like, oh, it's underpowered, it's peace, blah, blah. But I can put, I can get Cave Story. I've never played that. And I go put it in. I'm like, oh my God, this game's great. So I'm buying games for it because right. of what it is. I could buy Cave Story on the 3DS, on the virtual consoles, on the computer. Like, like, but I bought it on the Switch. Yeah. So end of line, we're here at GameZilla. We're all about the gamers. I mean, our catchphrase for crying out loud is game on because... Yeah, we have our opinions. We have our thoughts on who we think's doing what and what we thinks what we think they're doing wrong, what they're doing right, and you know, and we're not always right. And we're not always right. Yeah, we we're, we're fine with admitting that we're wrong uh, in certain occasions. But at the end of the day, we just we just want people to have fun, and we want people to be able to game together. Yeah, I uh, you know I hope I think I really do think this is the way that the industry is moving. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this grow. 
Whoever jumps on board, great. Who doesn't, I'm worried for. And that's mm-hmm. and that's really the bottom line. I don't hate Sony. I don't I'm worried. Right. I like Sony. I think they've done a really good job since PS4 came out. And the end of life and the end of life PS3. They've really done a good job. So like I don't want to see them make a grave mistake and I and I'm foreseeing this being a good a, a decent mistake that is that yes people go well they'll just uh, jump on board later sure but the, but you know I could buy a stock at 30 cents and it blows up to a thousand dollar stock and yeah I could still buy a stock at a thousand dollars I missed I missed the boat man like right. you, you missed the boat so you know that that's my only thing I I'm I'm on this I'm on this train wanting to grab Sony and pull them on it not 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 flicking them off and be like you're making a mistake dumbasses no it's me being like come on just jump on here trust me just jump on here it's going to be great that's that's it that's mm-hmm. what i want and, and you know and that's that's what motor city gaming that's what gamezilla is all about and and it's what we try to do with our discord it's what we try to do with our social media is that we hang out with everyone we talk with everyone. We game with everyone. It doesn't matter what platform. I'll be jumping on playing League of Legends tonight, and I'll be jumping on playing, you know, um, Gears of War this weekend, and PS4 being playing co-op next Machina at the same time. It do- I don't care. But I want the health. The industry needs to be healthy. So let us know what you think, though. You need to head on over to Discord. Go to MotorCityGaming.com. Right on the homepage, you'll find the button to join our Discord. Discord's free. It's our community that's active every day Talk about video games. Let's, let me hear what you think. Jump in the PlayStation, the Xbox, or the general chat, and let's keep talking about this. But other than that, we want to thank everybody. We want to remind you that our, um, our, big, our big announcement, actually, so not even a reminder, this is actually kind of a, uh, a big deal. We officially... Got our sub button on Twitch. Oh, blah, 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 because I put the soundboard down. So, blah, 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 blah. good job, good job. So, what does that mean to you? The the reason why this is a big deal for us is we are now we're affiliates with Twitch. We're not partnered yet, but we're affiliates. Yeah. But now people can subscribe to us for yeah, five. So we're like affiliateers. Yeah, we're you could you can subscribe for five dollars, ten dollars, or twenty five dollars a month. Okay. If, if you're not already on Patreon, this is another way to support us. And we're on there every Monday night for the GameZilla show. But we also stream video games throughout the week between myself, Jazzy, Cable, and a few other streamers that are getting ready to start streaming for Motor City Gaming. And so, but the cool thing here is that if you have an Amazon Prime account, and you're not aware of this, is that your Amazon Prime can be linked to Twitch. Because Amazon owns Twitch. And... A perk of being an Amazon Prime member is that you can subscribe to one streamer at $5 a month for free. It's part of your perk. You're literally losing it every month if you're not using it. So we're asking any fan, anybody that enjoys this show, that enjoys our videos, to link their Prime to Twitch, to their Twitch account. If you don't have a Twitch account, make one. Link it. And then go to Find our us go to our page twitch.tv slash gamezilla podcast and hit that subscribe button. Helps us out a ton. All the support to help us include uh, continue to stream, improve our improve our streaming, uh, upgrade the studio, 
you know, take these trips to convention that where we bring back all this information and knowledge like our E3 coverage that so many people enjoyed this time around. And, you know, we love doing this and this is this is our passion. So the fact that you're enjoying it and, and supporting us, we couldn't thank you enough. And we wanted to make sure to get out there, and let you know we did it. We've worked really hard. We got our sub button. Um, so we so please, if you if you have Amazon Prime, it is literally you're throwing five dollars a month away. So give it to us instead. <laughs> That's it. So we're really happy. We streamed last night and had a blast. We And we got our first eight subs. So thank you to everyone that's already subbed to us. Um, you know, it, it's it's super cool to see the community that we've built and, and, and the support. Like, actually, the, the best thing, I want to give a shout-out to, uh, oh, my God, it's Zoop. <laughs> we hadn't even announced that we got our sub button yet, and he found it. Right, up to us, yeah. and he screenshotted it and put it in the Discord, and then told other people about it. Yeah. So before us, before the MCG squad, before the actual team even did anything, our <laughs> yeah. fan base got it yeah. rolling. We had two subs got before we emails. even knew yeah, we had yeah. the button. <laughs> we get seven emails saying our sub button's coming. Hey, keep in mind, here's what's going on. Hey, this is Twitch. Just wanted to let you know, your button's coming. Yeah. Just to let you know. Another email. Yep. Hey. There's a, there's a button on the way. And then we're like, okay, where's the button? And then a fan finds it before yeah. we do. <laughs> yeah. So that was super cool. So, yeah. Um, so we're excited about that. Uh, th- you know, and we'll see everybody on Twitch here often. I'm going to be picking up streaming here, doing, I think I'm going to be focusing on the, uh, a lot of people enjoyed when I was doing the indie scene and I really like indie games. So streaming Cave Story, streaming Hollow Knight, streaming Rocket League. Uh, yeah, maybe some Rocket League. You know, and I think I'm going to get with the patrons and I'm going to let them kind of uh, help shape what I'm streaming. Almost like a, you you know, come watch me, but at the same time, what do you want to see type deal? You know, we, we, liked, we like to let the fan base influence what we do. You know, so... Um, yeah, and cable cable beyond playing games like play, uh, Player Unknown, uh, Overwatch. He's been playing. I think he's actually going to be playing, finishing up the end of Horizon Zero Dawn. So if you want to watch the ending, um, that's going to be happening really soon. And yeah, so it, it's just a new piece for us, a new piece to the puzzle for the MCG overall brand, and we're excited. Yeah, we'd like to thank our supporters on Patreon. Remember. If you are a supporter on Patreon that's at the perk level, you will get this episode three days earlier than everyone else. Fact. So, how do you become that person that gets to hear us first? You go to patreon.com slash Podcast and you start your patronage today. Yeah, and the big thing here right now is a great time. We're about to break right into July, so you can jump in at the beginning of the month, and this is where we're going to be evolving our perks, and you, the the patrons, are going to be helping us evolve and, and create some unique uh, new perks to go on top. We're not getting rid of the old perks, but we're, we want to add some value to it, and we've had some fan feedback already that's given us some of these ideas, so we appreciate all the all the help that's been given to us, but we're going to, we're going to then put it to vote and, and select two or three new items that then will be implemented into our Patreon. So pretty exciting. I love, I love this stuff. I love giving back. So, all right. And then uh, lastly, make sure you're following us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us pretty much anywhere. 
Yeah. Uh, we're about we're getting ready to do a giveaway on Instagram. So if you're not following us on Instagram, Motor City Gaming, hit that follow because we're about to hit 1,000 followers, and we want to have a, a 1K giveaway. So uh, I can't I can't announce what the giveaway is yet, but our social media expert director is uh, is working on that, and I'll be working closely with her to decide what we're going to do on the giveaway because I have some extra video games right now. I'm not going to tell you which ones. We have points cards. We got a, we got a bunch of stuff kind of laying around the studio right now from uh, that, that's been sent from some vendors. So, yeah, and Sony, Microsoft, E3. We know you listen to us. We know you love us. Everything has to start with an idea. We've given you great ones for how you can fix E3 and add packs into it. We've given you some great ideas on what you could do to uh, I don't know maybe create a secure environment for cross networking. Put these in your think tank, make them happen, and then just you know remember to pat the uh, the old games little podcast on the back. And yeah, just throw our logo up on your store somewhere, right in the middle yeah. of the homepage, probably, yeah. and clickable, and then, yeah, people just click on it. Yeah, yeah. that'd be good. It'd be cool if it could like <laughs> growl too if we click it. Like yeah, click it and it growls. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode seventeen. Uh, it, you can listen to this on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, of course, MotorCityGaming.com. We release uh, normally every Sunday, and our other shows, the Gamezilla main podcast, is Monday nights on Twitch and Tuesday releases in all the same great locations for your podcasts. And of course, if you're into retro games, do not forget The Legend of Retro, hosted by Xander and a newcomer, Craig. Oh, Craig! That's right. So if you haven't, hey, Craig. Yep, Craig is on board. Chops is not gone. He's just taking a leave. He's he's uh, doing some big things in his life, and he needs a little bit of time to to put his life together. Yeah. He will be re- making his return. But Craig is sliding in. If you if you haven't listened to one of the recent episodes of the four part RPG or the Advanced Wars episode, um, Craig's on all of those. He's got a booming voice, super knowledgeable, super cool guy. So make sure to uh, say hi to Craig in the Discord and and make sure that you uh, you listen to the Legend of Retro. So um, yeah, that's that's all of our shows. We 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 love them all, and you can find them all at MotorCityGaming.com. Oh, all right. Well, uh, let's go. Uh, let's go play some crossplay. Oh wait, no, we can't yet. All right, let's go. Cool. Uh, no, we can't because we're gonna play league, and then you have a predator, and I have a rog, and we can crossplay. <laughs> done and done. We're gonna Perfect. go play crossplay. So until next time, game, game on. on.